Do you have a fantasy basketball points league coming up this this weekend? Well, then you're going to want to look at the top 10 sleepers for points leagues. Let's go! Jordan, open! Chicago with the lead! Bryant, to Shaq! Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And today we are t- counting down my top 10 sleepers for points leagues. We have already done a top 10 sleepers for category leagues. And if you guys have not yet checked that out and you are looking for some category league uh, sleepers, go over to my channel or podcast feed or wherever you're listening or watching this and uh, check that one out. Today we are doing a very similar video going through the points leagues. Now, I've tried to do my best to bring all the points league um, you know, combinations between uh, ESPN and Yahoo, but there will be, you know, some sleepers will apply more to other sites than the others, and then the higher we get up the list, the more it will apply to both. So keep that in mind. We'll talk about both the ADP and rankings on those sites as well to get our list. So we're going to go through that in a second. But if you haven't already Go over to ballboysmba.com and this is where you can see all of my projections, all of my rankings for these um, lists for both points and category leagues. I've got my projections for the top 250 uh, points in Yahoo's format, in ESPN's format, my 9-cat rankings, 8-cat rankings, minus 1 rankings. Dynasty rankings are all available over there as well. So head over to ballboysmba.com and grab yourself a season guide if your fantasy basketball draft is coming up and potentially over the next few days. Go and get that one in and uh, get some study, cram it in, review the list, and uh, you'll be sweet for your draft. But let's get stuck into first, before we go to the top 10, we're going to go through some honorable mentions. These players, I think, are going a bit too late, but not quite Late enough for me to put on the uh, top 10 list. So the first one here is Chris Paul. Now, we know Chris Paul is a player that gets a lot of assists. He doesn't score a lot, but the assists are there enough to make up for that lack of scoring. And he's still someone that I think is definitely enough uh, in that category to be higher than sort of the top 90 top uh, 85 range in both ESPN and uh, Yahoo point scoring system. And I think a lot of the times he can get found outside the 90s and 100s in drafts where I believe that that is too late for a player like Chris Paul, despite not being someone you associate with a lot of scoring. But his fantasy points game is still a lot stronger than you might think. He doesn't turn the ball over, so he doesn't lose points from that. He gets solid enough rebounds as a point guard. The assists are very, very strong. And he'll score it a little bit. He'll need to still score it a bit with, obviously, this team losing Jordan Poole. So he shouldn't necessarily be slept on as an older, non-scoring point guard. Steven Adams is another one that, again, probably more backer end value, but in a, in a Yahoo format especially, he is definitely someone that you should be considering and making sure that he is drafted in your side. But he is ranked very, very low on Yahoo. I think he's ranked at like 170 or something like that because of his free throw percentage in category leagues. That does not affect the points uh, leagues in um, Yahoo. On ESPN, he is considerably less valuable because 
because they do take into account a little bit of efficiency from the free throw line as well. So he is less valuable in that type of a format, but in a Yahoo, he absolutely must be drafted. And I think he's the top 90 player over there for points leagues pretty comfortably, in my opinion. His role is so secure. Uh, so you kind of know what you're going to get from him week on week. And then Paolo Boncaro is obviously, he's an amazing points scorer. He's ranked a little bit further back on Yahoo because of his category league downside, but a lot of people are pretty, you know, they're pretty switched on with Paolo, and he does get drafted quite highly compared to his category league value because of his points, rebounds, and assists, which gives him really good value in points leagues. Um, so, you know, I think for most parts, people aren't sleeping on Paolo Boncaro in points league. So, um, despite his ranking, especially on Yahoo, not reflecting his points league value, I think that he's probably well enough known to not necessarily be a sleeper on this uh, on this list. So let's go into number 10, top 10 sleepers. Number 10 is Julius Randle. Now, Julius Randle has a rank on Yahoo at 55, a Yahoo ADP at 53.5, and an ESPN ADP at 38.9. Now, if it wasn't for his ESPN ADP, he would be higher on this list, but particularly in that format over there, this one is probably not the biggest sleeper of the bunch because he is someone that, again, in a, in an ESPN format, does get penalized for his uh, inefficient um, shooting and scoring. So that ranking of 38.9 for him over there is actually fairly reasonable, in my opinion. Where do I have Julius Randle for ESPN's point scoring? Let's find him. Why can't I find Julius Randle? He is... Oh, here he is. He is at 42 for me. So, again, yeah, pretty much bang on where ESPN has him. Um, so, again, not much of a sleeper there. So, that's why he's at number 10. But in Yahoo's scoring system, and again, his ADP is outside the 50s, he's actually probably someone who's a top 25 player in their scoring system because he's not penalized for his uh, poor efficiency. He is not someone that... Um, you know, he's going to put up his points and he's going to get his rebounds. He's going to get heavy minutes again this season. I don't think any of that is changing this year. So he's a top 25 player. So you're getting 30 spots of value basically where Yahoo people are drafting him. So in that format, he is a big sleeper. A lot of people are aware of Julius Randle as a good points league player, but um, yeah, he's still worth a mention on this list because if you are drafting and going off ADP and ranks, he is someone that you need to scroll down because he will significantly outperform that Yahoo rank and ADP. Let's talk number nine. It is Josh Giddy. Similar story to Randall. He is definitely being slept on, especially in a Yahoo uh, ranking system and ADP system because he is someone that was top 50 last season, and I think he's going to take another small step forward. I do think that his rebounds start to come down a little bit um, compared to last season because of the presence of Chet Holmgren, but I think the assists have another chance to take a small step forward. The scoring may be a little bit of a step forward as well, um, and I just think that, again, his points ranking is much better than his category ranking, uh, which is sort of hurt because of what he does over in category leagues, and you can maybe get him at a discount. So I think he's a top... An easy, easy, easy top 50 player for category, for points leagues on Yahoo. Probably more likely a top 45 guy. In ESPN's scoring system, I think he's a little bit better. But again, he's obviously ranked a little bit better as well. So his ADP. So you're probably looking at about at least 10 spots of value on both sites. Maybe 15 to 20 spots if you're going by Yahoo's rank. 
Um, so I think there's a little bit of value across the board on all sides for Josh Giddy, um, as I think he is going to take another little bit of a step forward in his third season in the NBA. Number eight is Markel Fultz. Now, Markel Fultz has a ridiculous ADP on ESPN at 130, which just absolutely blew my mind when I was looking this up. Um, I just cannot for the life of me understand why. To me, I've got him at about the 80 mark for my projections pretty much doing a very similar thing to what he finished the season on, and he has upside to do better. So I think he's definitely someone you consider in the 80s uh, as a guy who's really solid as a starting point guard for Atlanta Magic. He's um, you know had a healthy preseason for the first time in a long time. So I think that there's scope for him to be someone that could jump as high as sort of the mid-60s, 70s. Um, and then when you're ranked outside the top 130 or your average draft position is outside the top 130, I have no idea why that is the case. His ADP and rank on Yahoo is a lot better. Well, actually, his rank is the closest to where I have him. His ADP on Yahoo is fallen behind that. So people are seeing him at the top of the rankings board and going past him and reaching for other players. Um, so I don't think you should be doing that. I think he he should be going around that 80 to 85 zone in both Yahoo and ESPN points leagues because, yeah, I think he's, this guy just does really well. He's efficient. He doesn't get penalized for anything like that on the ESPN system. The lack of threes, again, is boosted in a points league system on Yahoo. So he's just a really, really solid guy with upside at that point. So, um, yeah, really funny rankings and ADPs over there. So Mark Elfels is definitely someone that you could very much consider a sleeper across the board and especially on ESPN sites if you are drafting over there. Number seven, Jar Morant. Now, this one's a little bit of a lower hanging fruit one, but he is someone that, uh, again, much, much better in a points league, especially in Yahoo's scoring format. He is a first-round player when it comes to per-game averages for points leagues versus like a top 60, top 70 player in a category league. So he is suspended for the first 25 games, but that is obviously baked into his ADP. His ADP on Yahoo is 76.9. On ESPN, it's 73. Um, Yahoo ranks is at 94. I think in both formats, I would be very happy to draft him probably closer. I think uh, Yahoo, I'd probably be happy to draft him in the 40s, late 40s. In ESPN, it's probably closer to the late 50s because he's not quite as dominant in in that format because of his lack or, or his sort of poorer efficiency. He's not quite a first-round player in ESPN's scoring system, but he's easily, easily a second-round player. Um, and I think that you're just getting that really top-level player at this point in the draft, you know, sort of once you get past that sort of pick 50 zone in the fifth round. That's um that's upside there where I think you don't I don't think you can pass up. So again, very much influenced, especially over on Yahoo, by his category or, or lack of category value. But in a points league, I'd be happy to swing on him. You know, in the forties to get that first round player draft safer for the next few picks after that. And uh, come your playoffs, you'll have a really dominant player in your fantasy team that can help you bring the trophies. So. Um, yeah, clearly, especially in that Yahoo format and especially because of that Yahoo rank, if it's sorted, your draft room is sorted by rank or sorted by ADP, don't forget Jar Morant is, is down there and he is a guy that I've got him as a, in my points scoring system projections for Yahoo, I've got him as the ninth best player for Yahoo fantasy point scoring. Um, and there's a few other guys that around him are, you know, 
kind of just as risky. Like, you know, you've got other players ahead of him like LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and all those kind of types that have their own risk issues as well. So he could very well be someone that's sort of top seven or eight um, at the end of the season. Let's look at number six. It's my guy. I've got to get him on here. He's made both sleeper lists. He is at number six over on the points league. Uh, He was number five on the category league, so pretty similar kind of a spot. It kind of goes hand in hand with my thoughts. He he projects very similarly in both points and category leagues because, again, in a points league, um, you don't worry about his poor free throw percentage. He gets a boost in in ESPNs with his good field goal percentage. Um, And he's just a really solid points league player. I think... You're starting the season out with Jarrett Allen questionable to begin the year. That's going to give Mobley a really good head start and a really good uh, opportunity for him to really plant his flag as the guy that's going to be locking down that front court, playing more minutes at center. I'm a big, big fan of Evan Mobley. He's going to his third season. In his first season in the NBA, he put up 12 shots. In his second season in the NBA, he put up 12 shots. So I think there has to be has to be a level of improvement going into his third NBA season as a very young, promising player. He was all defensive player last year. He's got offensive upside, in my opinion, um, and he's using a lot of they're using him a lot in sort of pick and roll, dribble handoffs, and and as a bit of a playmaking hub in the post there. So I think his assists are also going to rise. Big big fan of Mobley. And he fits every team in a in a points league. Obviously, you don't have to be punting a certain thing to get the most out of him. So he, to me, is a very clear sleeper. Yahoo rank of forty two, ADP of forty two, ESPN of fifty five. That is an absolute steal in a points league. I have him basically top twenty five in both formats, uh, both ESPN and Yahoo. At worst, I think he's top thirty. So you're getting at least a round's worth of value if you're getting him around his ADP and a potential to do more, in my opinion. So I think he's a really good sleeper in both uh, on both sides. Let's talk number five. It is Cade Cunningham. Now, Cade Cunningham, again, he's a guy that I'm pretty big on. And I think, again, when we talk about points leagues, we want points, rebounds, and assists. And big point guards that have a lot of usage are the best sources of this. And this is a player that has had really high usage in his rookie and in the limited sample size that we saw in his second season. Um, and I just think he's going to pick up where he left off. I'm not worried about injury proneness or anything like that. Really just don't worry about that at all. He's a young player. I think he's going to get all the minutes he can handle. You know, if he averages 23, six and a half, six and a half points, he is essentially a, a minimum third round player with probably upside to be a second round guy. He is top 20 in my projections at the moment for Yahoo's points, for ESPN's points. He is a little bit further back. Um, He is at 25 for my projections there. But again, you're getting 25 ranking or 25 uh, spots of value if you're getting him anywhere close to ADP. And again, a lot of the players around that zone, like Zion, Kawhi, James Harden, um, Jimmy Butler, all these players are are injury-prone older guys, whereas a young player like Kate Cunningham has even more upside to beat this ranking while those other guys are going down. So it would not shock me at all if he is um, you know, top 15, top 16 uh, at the end of the season in, in both uh, versions of points leagues. I think that he is he's a pretty massive steal if you can get him anywhere close to those average draft positions on either side. So big fan of Kate in, in categories, but especially in points leagues because, again, you don't have to worry about punting, field goal percentage, or anything like that. 
Let's talk number four. Oh, that is not Bradley Beal. That is Paul Reed. Why are you there, Paul Reed? Let's change that photo. Uh, but Bradley Beal is my number four uh, player here for the um, for the top ten sleepers. He's got an ADP on Yahoo at sixty point eight, and on ESPN at seventy point seventy nine point six. Excuse me. Which for the life of me, I just cannot understand at all. Now he is someone that is obviously going to a new situation. And he is going to have to share the court with Kevin Durant and uh, Devin Booker. But I still think that this guy is going to get probably close to 20 points. Um, you know, I've only got him projected for four rebounds and maybe six assists per game. And that to me is enough to get him as a top 50 player at minimum for um, for ESPN. He's very efficient as well. So for ESPN scoring system, he is not going to hurt you based on missed shots a lot of the time as well. And again, in a Yahoo points league, he is someone that I think when you're drafting him outside the 60 mark, he has at least probably 10 spots of upside there. So I like him a bit more on the ESPN side because again, the efficiency really helps here. And you're getting him at pick 80. Pick 80 for a guy who I think is pretty locked in as a top 50 player in that scoring system. Um, And just really rock solid. And if Kevin Durant or Devin Booker ever go down, Kevin Durant's been a very injury-prone player the last several seasons. He's an older guy. If he ever goes down, Bradley Beal has, you know, scope to go right up as like a, you know, a top 30 kind of a player for points leagues. And if you're getting him at 80 on an ESPN scoring system, that is an enormous, enormous steal and a big um, league-swinging uh, pick there at that point. So I do really like Bradley Beal as a pretty... Pretty safe, locked-in, guaranteed value. Let's go to the top three now. And again, another person making back-to-back top 10 sleeper lists, and it's Ben freaking Simmons. Um, I don't love that I'm putting a lot of my eggs in the basket of Ben Simmons, but the matter of the fact is, is he is someone that in a point scoring system... He's really, really underrated. Now, he doesn't actually score a lot of the points, but he gets rebounds, he gets assists, he gets steals, he gets blocks. He does it efficiently from the field as well for the ESPN scorers as well, so it doesn't hurt you heaps there. So in my projections, he's top 75 in both categories, and his his rank in ADP is simply just way down in the toilet. People are coming in. They still don't believe in him. They still remember what he did last season. Um, He's looked good in the preseason. He's looked healthy. Now, there is still risk, right? So my projections have him top 70. I don't think I'd be going that high. I'd rather be reaching for him around the 90s kind of a range because, again, just because he's healthy now doesn't mean he's going to be healthy for the entire season. But he looks really good right now in terms of the way he's moving, getting up and down the court. He looks like he's guaranteed to be their starting point guard for the Brooklyn Nets. So... I think at that point, if you can get him anywhere close to these ADP, is absolute free swing at a guy who could potentially, you know, I've got him projected at basically 10 points per game, and he still comes out as a top 75 player. If he gets anywhere close to sort of 14, 15 points per game, you are looking at a guy who could potentially be basically, where would that put him? That'd put him basically top 50 in points leagues. Um, so a rank of 147. He is getting earlier and earlier and earlier with uh, drafts that I'm seeing. So you might need to push higher than these ADPs suggest, but he is still someone that has plenty of growth left in him if he gets anywhere close to these ADPs uh, at all. So Ben Simmons, again, number three in both lists. Um, touch wood that uh, he does come good for us. Number two is a true definition of the sleeper, in my opinion, because we are all sleeping on 
uh, Wendell Carter Jr., who has an ADP on Yahoo at 103.1, on ESPN, an ADP of 114.4. And this guy just gets it done really quietly, goes about his thing. Um, he is rock solid for the Orlando Magic. He is, um, you know, out there all the time, getting you, you know, 15 to 16 points, nine or 10 rebounds, two to three assists per game. Doesn't rely on the defensive stats, which a lot of other bigs do for their fantasy points. So he is going to be more consistent on a week to week basis than a lot of other centers in the NBA. I feel really confident that he is going to be a top 80 fantasy points uh, player. And when you can get him outside the top 100, the top 110 in certain sites, it just to me is a slam dunk pick for a guy that um, there's just no downside at that point. No one's coming for his role. There's no backup center. He's hitting some more threes now as well, which could help his scoring. Um, he just is a really, really underrated, solid player. He's young, still has every chance to continue improving. So to me, this is one of the safest and most guaranteed sleeper picks of this entire list as well. I really see no scenario. Touch wood, I probably just jinxed the man. I really see no scenario outside of injury that this guy doesn't return two-plus rounds on the ADP on both of these sites. So really, really strong sleeper pick, in my opinion, for fantasy points leagues. And uh, yeah, really someone that is not a big name, not someone that people are likely to be reaching for, in my opinion, but guaranteed value at these spots. All right, number one sleeper pick for both Yahoo and ESPN is Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is your number one sleeper for points leagues. Now, he is especially in a Yahoo points scoring system where he is ranked at 86 and his ADP of 82. That is ridiculous for a player like Kyle Kuzma. He is, to me, an easy top 50, easy top 40 player in fantasy points leagues on Yahoo's scoring system. ESPN, the value isn't quite as much there, but he is still someone who I think that is going to be uh, pretty close to a lock for top 50 value, in my opinion. Uh, And so when you're getting him outside the 60, you've got someone who you can get who's a top 50 player. Between he and Jordan Poole, they're going to basically run the show, I believe, over in Washington. There's, There's going to be not much competition for shots. I also think that how much can you really rely on Daniel Gaffer staying out of foul trouble so there's a chance his rebounding numbers go up, his assist numbers also have a chance to rise as well because, again, Tyus Jones is coming in there replacing a Bradley Beal. Now, Tyus Jones is solid, he's good, but I don't know if he's going to be playing the minutes that Bradley Beal was. So you're going to see more minutes, in my opinion. You're going to see more shot attempts. You're going to see plenty of rebounds. And I just think he's a slam dunk pick in a Yahoo uh, ranking system. You've got maybe 50 rounds of, of fifty rounds of value for a player like this. And uh, again, the name isn't sexy. It's not a big superstar, all-star level name. But in a points league, he is going to be absolute dynamite for uh, your team. So especially in Yahoo!, don't be falling asleep on this man because he is he's going to put up some stats this season. He's going to be doing a lot. There's no one really coming for him. Uh, so I'm a big fan of Kyle, Kyle Kuzma as the number one sleeper for fantasy basketball points leagues. 
There you have it, guys. The top 10 sleepers for points leagues. First time we've done this show. Last time, last time we did the sleepers only. This time we're doing both sleepers and points. So let me know down in the comment section below. If you disagree with any of my picks, remember I'm going off the default scoring on both sites there. So if you have got any funky scoring systems or anything like that, uh, might look a little bit different for your league as well. But drop down in the comment section below if you think that I have gone crazy with any of these picks. You think I've left someone out and forgotten someone that I didn't mention. Drop them in the comments. Ask away. Head over to ballboysnba.com, get your season guide, and I'll see you guys for the bus next. Bye.